0: to the Character Corner with Kristen Deep. I'm here and uh, we have another uh, episode of the Character Corner. Like last one we did was uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, today we're doing another one. I uh, hope you guys prep for um, everybody calling off black on Friday. Uh, <laughs> we're doing Luke Cage and Misty Knight. Um, before we get into that, how you been doing, man?
1: I'm doing real good, man. I, I want to say that the I, I so I don't know who's, I don't forget who the, this, this whole podcast was. But I want to thank everyone who listens to them because we really just use it as an excuse to reread great comics.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: Like I was grinning ear to ear rereading New Avengers Run. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't fuck Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, know, it,
0: it's, it's funny because we talked. We talked this week. we were like, "Yeah, I have a lot of Luke Cage stuff," and we were talking back and forth. It was like, "Yeah, man." Uh, like, I don't know about the the Misty Night stuff. And even I didn't really know. I was like, I don't know where we're gonna find Misty Night stuff. I ended up finding a lot of Misty Night stuff. Right. And I was like, hey, well, we're 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 good to go and I have a way of reading stuff and we'll have a lot to talk about here and um you're right, this is just fun. And I can't wait until the end when we announce again uh what we're doing next. But um I can't believe you agreed to that shit. I can't believe you agree to it. Well I know, no, at this point at this point you gotta stop saying you can't believe you agreed to it. it we're gonna get into this, but
1: this is like <laughs> This, this all like I'm too over this shit. Like this is no this you know, every this is, movie I'm saying. It.
0: So look, um, to jump to the end, kind of the end of this podcast. Um, I'm, I I ended my reading by starting to read. I just did the first five issues of it. Um, is great the um David Walker's Power Man and Iron Fist. And literally, what yeah. what Deepom and I go through is like I'm I, I'm Danny and and you're Luke. In oh, that first four issues, when when Danny's like. Hey man, come on! We gotta get the band back together. It looks like I'm not doing this. We are not together. <laughs> we are not doing this. We are just. This is just a one time thing. And then he begrudgingly at the end, responsibilities, right? And then he's like, "Yeah, okay, we're we're together." See, it's great. Yeah, we're right. yeah. This is this is literally how these podcasts happen with me and Deepom. Like, I somehow like get him to agree to do these things.
1: And once he's in the, and when he's doing it, he loves it, you know. Because I'm usually in the middle; he'll catch me like in the middle of a conversation where I'm like, not only am I right, but I'm having fun talking about it. And then he's like, "Hey, man, I was just thinking, you want to do this?" And I'm like, "Sure, why not? That sounds great." And then I forget about it. <laughs> I don't think about it until we're, it's like staring me in the face, I'm like, "Oh shit, I did say." That and, and, then, and then, especially
0: for the last, the last two, when we again when we announced these at the end, because I announced them on Facebook, so it's like
1: no take backs. <laughs> Yo, because it's not, it's funny because I said yes on DM on Twitter and legitimately like, huh, I wonder what's going on Facebook and closed Twitter app, opened it, and the post I see is Chris announcing it. I was like, What the what the hell? He had it written before I said yes. Does that I really make
0: sense? I really did. I had it written and I was sitting there going, oh wait, you know, I should probably check with my co-host first.
1: <laughs> check in with him
0: first. Let me, let me check to make sure he's okay with what I just, what hey, what, what, what is going to happen. <laughs>
1: There's a, there's, a, there's a moment in More Than meets the Eye where Rodimus says something and Ultramagnus disagrees and Rodimus points out some small grammatical error. No, Rodimus says something back and Ultramagnus gets distracted and Rodimus does what he wants anyway. Mm-hmm. And Megatron at one point turns to him and says, so how long did it take before you realize that he uses grammatical errors to distract you and do what he wants anyway? And he goes, he's what? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. <laughs> Hearing it's spelled out like this, I feel pretty bad on myself. Like I'm pretty predictable. <laughs> let's just get started. Look, look man, I I'm I am here to help. No, here clearly you're not. Like that's that's clearly you
0: not. enjoy this. I know what's best for you, man.
1: This is I just am start. your friend. Let's, I no, am your Let's friend. just start. <laughs> All right, we do have a review. You want to go ahead and read that one from last? Oh, God. Uh, uh, I closed my phone. So. <laughs> All right, um, it's from greatness zero zero. I love these podcasts. I follow both Chris and Deepalm on Twitter, and it's how I came to know about Character Corner. The first episode, to was on Black Panther, and I was hooked. It helped reignite my interest in reading comics. I really enjoy how enthusiastic mm-hmm. they both are about the characters they're reviewing and the books in general. You're part of the problem, sir. <laughs> or ma'am. I figure if they're hype about it, I may want to give it a read. I look forward to more episodes and learning more about the comic book world. P.S. I've now become a huge fan of Jonathan Hickman. Sorry for your wallet. And I'm currently scouring Marvel Unlimited. See, that's good, Marvel Unlimited. For more from him, Secret Wars was fantastic, and the new Avengers run leading up to Secret Wars was addicting as, as well. Also, I agree, DC suffers mightily from not having its own version of Unlimited. Thank you for the review, and yes, all that. Uh, Check out Secret Warriors, too. Yeah, if, if John Hickman's, read S.H.I.E.L.D. hmm Like the old trippy S.H.I.E.L.D. he never finished. Mm-hmm. It's really good and it's a lot of creepy weird high concepts that had no way to fit into any of our podcasts about his stuff. Trust me, I tried. <laughs> and that's and you know what because Leonardo da Vinci shows up in Secret Wars and you're like, wait, does he never say who it is like, Wait is that? And if you've read his shield stuff, yes, that is Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> <sighs> um,
0: and yes, DC does need an unlimited. It, they do. We're, we're
1: learning even that more even more clearly now.
0: Yeah it it it's, it's one of those things that becomes more glaring as you go in and look at all of the because the Marvel
1: ones, doing these are so easy for Marvel oh God they're so like it's so it's like big. cheating you're like I don't think I did any work right no I mean like I
0: said when we get into talking about Missy Knight I could literally just go oh let me go see if they have this oh they have this I can read oh I can read all of it. oh they have a lot of it you know it's just it's it's really and um I'm not sure if they did it this time. If not, keep an eye open for this week. They usually do spotlights on characters in the Discover section mm-hmm. for things that are coming out. So I I fully expect there to be a spotlight on Luke Cage at some point this week.
1: There's, I think the Luke Cage one's going to be this week. I bet when you get. Once the series launches for a week, you'll get the other characters. Yep. You'll get Missy, you'll get a Missy Spotlight on. You'll get a. Oh, uh, I'm not going to. Well, let's not do that. You'll get the other characters. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, that'd be great. All right. So let's get into this. Uh, we're talking. Luke Cage Power Man um you know what's interesting about this character to me is that it he really he really starts with his his own book
1: yeah they just open the it's a like, you know fuck a new character and see what happens mm-hmm. and he and he and he thrived yeah Opened up with his own character was Luke Cage Hero
0: for hire and um man I tell you what man uh, this is one of those like it's the the this this character and Missy Knight are definitely characters that definitely come out of that black exploitation era type stuff, and it, it's got a lot of that in there. Um, but he has a, a an origin that you can look back at and go, "Yeah, I can see that happen." Minus superpowers, but like yeah, that that is something that a minority character could go through. It's,
1: a, it's really gra- It's grounded in the. Re- That's the thing about Marvel, is that once they had the sensibility as a company that these things were important, they never shied away from it. Mm -hmm. They never said, well, um, they never said that drugs are a problem, so we can't give a superhero to an addict, but we'll make Speedy hooked on heroin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They didn't half-ass anything. Even when they even misstep, they missed misstep at 100 miles an hour. There's a punish arc where he gets camouflaged to be a black person. <laughs> and it's horrible. <laughs> All in. But it was a mistake, and they made the mistake at full speed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't stop the story midway through and say, oh, what a horrible dream that was poorly written and not awfully drawn. They didn't say that. They said, no, we're going to see the end of the story. Um, yeah,
0: no, I mean... When, when, when they and, and and they'll own up to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you have seen the, the the Snap Wilson shit keep getting brought up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't just not happen. Right.
0: So again, uh, Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage, hero for hire, number one. That is his actual origin. That is what it is. Uh what was his original? One? It was on uh, Lucas. Carl, Lucas. Carl Carl Lucas, um, that was his that was his that was his born name, um, and he literally has, uh, like a story that reads like it was his background is read like it was out of the sixties, you know, or seventies, you know, raised him in a Harlem neighborhood, ran with uh a, a, a gang, his friend Willis Stryker, um, and him they end up um, basically, like in, in the, what I found interesting about reading this origin is for the first part of like issue one is literally almost his entire origin. And like, they don't rush it. They don't really rush it. They kind of go into everything go, that goes on there. They go into, uh, you know, Hey, he was with a rival gang then got out. Um, uh, but his friend stayed in, there was a, uh, a, a a woman named Riva, I believe. And, um, when he tried to save his friend from, from uh, another rival gang striker from a rival gang, he thought that um, cage was going after his girl. And so he had had heroin planted at uh, Lucas's house. Lucas got, went to jail and it's literally, and I guess it was a Seagate prison. Um, And he gets beat by (laughs) the, the, the crooked warden and the crooked cops there. Like it is literally, he he is born out of, you know, police brutality and a a terrible criminal justice system.
1: you can't tell me Marvel didn't do that on purpose,
0: right? You know, you know, and it. I mean, again, it definitely fills in and feels that black exploitation aspect of it. I mean, you know, the Tierra, the the yellow collared shirt and everything, but you know is is, is there's something there that and I think when you see the character's history and what they do with that afterwards it's something that matters to that character and it's not something that they've ever tried to go back and retcon or or, or, or say oh that didn't really happen that way he's always been like no they're like we're gonna keep it this way because it's an important part of how this character becomes um even down to the uh his experimentation he wasn't just experimented on just like like I thought that would have been a weird I don't know if that would have been weird but I don't let me ask you what do you think would have been better if he had been experimented against against his will or that, that he did volunteer to try to get parole
1: I, I think either way you can tell a good story and as right, long as exactly. there's a good story around it it makes sense and this one is a great story around it mm-hmm. because it it for me this is the realest thing the, the Marvel comics ever did it was saying wait a goddamn second we made Captain America once why wouldn't rogue companies be trying to recreate their own
0: Mm-hmm.
1: why wouldn't independent agents be out there and they kind of run with that ball for a little bit in the ultimate universe and falls apart when some of the, the vision for the whole series falls apart but <clears throat> the idea that Luke Cage exists because they were trying to make their own Captain America is awesome mm-hmm. because it tells you he's he is Captain America he's just not your Captain America he's not the Captain America you thought you were going to get but it's the Captain America you needed and that's kind of the theme for Luke Cage as a character. Yep, is the entirety of hero for hire. Is that the? not the hero you thought you were going to get. It's the one you could afford. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's Luke Cage. Yeah, I
0: mean it, it. And it it is basically taking the Captain America aspect of it and doing it in the neighborhoods that get ignored by.
1: Well, not even ignored. This is how they did. This This is how they tested. It. This is how the key experiment happened. Yeah. Yeah, like the the Isaiah Bradley series that comes out later after this, Red, White, and Black. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is the, the logical continuation of that. Mm-hmm. You first you, you you force prisoners. Now you hide it under the guise of parole and you experiment on prisoners. That happens today in America.
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. So uh,
1: preach there. I apologize, but no, it's
0: serious. I mean, like I said, this is one of the more black and real origins you're going to get for like even the snap wilson thing was just kind of weird right he's on an island you know yeah, it was it was like, a weird intimation right. underlying things there's no none of that with luke Cage. like you re- and again i i think that unlike some of the other things we've read from marvel when you go back and you read some of these origin stories that come um from the 70s you read them and you're like oh man okay well it's definitely a 70s story i get that i see that this was different. Luke Cage Hero for Hire number one. You read that issue, and you could you could you know other than changing some of the artwork and maybe some of the dialogue here and there, that could, you could remake that issue right now. Like, I'm well, uh-uh. weird
1: because you know what? Because even the deconstruction of superheroes, it'd be like a seven issue run.
0: Hmm. But the thing is, you can get seven issues out of that book. Yeah, no, you could. You could get a. You can get like. here. And again, I don't know how much of that we're gonna get in uh, the the when we talked about you know in other mediums. Obviously, gonna focus on the upcoming Luke Cage TV show. That's gonna be like I said, this episode coming out on Tuesday, so you'll have like you know three days to get ready. But I don't know how much of that they'll go into this. But we we know do know that there's been they, they're keeping some aspects of that. Um, and well, that's uh, one of
1: the cool things about Luke Cage is that and we're gonna talk about this as we go through it. There's no one place like when they said they were doing Daredevil and they gave us a cast list, I was like, Karen Page, huh? Hmm, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Like you know the story. Like not bad, not a bad thing. And they clearly made, the, made it their own. But we're doing Daredevil vs. Kingpin, mm-hmm. which, which I, hey, Frank Miller, you want to put Frank Miller Daredevil on television? I'm not gonna stop you. With this, there's no definitive like, oh, that's the Luke Cage story they have to tell. No, you can tell any, you can tell any of his stories. And the thing is, they can all be fleshed out to be great stories. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that we're talking about that aren't that suffer from the writing of the time,
0: if mm-hmm. you will. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, his friend uh, Striker, becomes Diamondback, and again in the Netflix show. Um, and like I said, you you basically have. Uh, Luke Cage, and and that's all the interesting thing about this. For the first, what's it? Um, he gets he gets his he finally gets um his name cleared. What an issue 50 is clear his name. Yeah, he, he goes fifty issues because oh. after after the experimentation, mm-hmm. he escapes. He leaves because he he uh ends up uh one of the the the, the crooked cops that was there ends up trying to kill him while he's going through the experimentation. He breaks up into hitting the the the, the 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 guard, and um, he's like, "Oh man, you're not gonna get you're gonna give me more time." He's gonna find out that he has unbreakable skin, and he breaks out of the prison and leaves. Uh, they try to shoot him; they think he's dead because they shot him, and they don't know he has powers. They shot him. They find his his shot shirt. They just assume that he died and he fell in the water because Seagate is considered Little Alcatraz, so it's like surrounded by water, coast of Georgia. Yeah, so they just again black as shit. Uh, they they just assume it's he's dead, so he basically takes the new name Luke Cage and becomes like you said a hero, literally a hero for hire, um, and so he goes fifty issues, basically living under this assumed name and being a fugitive. <laughs> That's what he does. He he builds up a name for himself. He builds up you know uh, uh, you know some some cred and people. Are, know who he is but he's still technically a criminal for 50 issues and throughout this he's a criminal he's a fugitive
1: fugitive yes for 50 issues the cops are not after him questioning he walked out of prison mm-hmm.
0: um i think it's f- so 40 uh, well let's go back to uh, before we get to that your some of your favorite issues. Yes. We talked about this during the Doctor Doom uh character corner. Which it, 8 issues 8 and 9. I think of 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 Luke Cage hero hire.
1: You know, just take the man's I mean he, he, he did the job, right?
0: <laughs> Doctor Doom hires um Luke Cage to uh take care of some Doom bots that are posing as African Americans in Harlem. Again, it's
1: the 70s, guys. Very much. Very 70s much writing. 70s. It's 70s writing. But no, don't worry about it because we, where we end up out of this, we'll be fine. You'll be fine. He, uh,
0: but uh, Dr. Doom, being Dr. Doom who he is, decided uh, like he's not going to uh, pay Luke Cage his $200. It's a job for $200. $200, man.
1: Dr. Doom's a dick. I'm going to refer you back to our three part Dr. Doom's a dick series. <laughs>
0: Didn't pay Luke Cage for his $200. So Luke Cage um, decides to go and have a conversation with uh, Victor. It does not go well for Victor. And Luke gets his money back.
1: He doesn't get his money back. He gets to say the phrase, which I honestly don't know how I need to work into my life more often, but I do. Where's my money, honey? (laughs) Oh, the 70s. But, I I asked you a question. Does he get his money?
0: Well he gets his money, yeah. All right then. <laughs> All right, I don't that, see what the problem you know, is. Again, because of the the, the early black stuff, you get a lot of those kind of phrases. Also his infamous Sweet Christmas one, which everybody loves. That that one keeps keeps going. Like no matter That one how, should stay around. You that one stays around
1: Christmas, you have a problem with me.
0: Right. That that one's just yes. gonna that's gonna stay around. We're gonna keep Sweet Christmas. That's just one that, you know, listen. It, it, everything you 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 have, there are some good and bad things that come. Bad and uh, mostly bad, but there are some good things that come out of black exploitation. And I uh, gotta say, Sweet Christmas kind of be gotta, top of the list. Yeah, it's gotta be top of the list. <laughs> so Never, it may uh, be the list. Sweet Christmas. List. Yeah, not gonna let him down. Um, so we talked about before, you know. So he has all again fifty issues of Luke Cage's power uh, of uh, Power Man. I mean, Power Man, Luke Cage, uh, hero for hire. Issues forty-eight through fifty is where you introduce him running across coming across um, uh, Missy Knight, Colleen w- uh, Wing, and Danny Iron Fist. Um, I'm, I'm so I'm gonna go and say this now. So reading this, I really didn't want to do Iron Fist during this one because can't not do it. Yeah, well that and you know we we're gonna have Iron Fist out next year, probably in April. So we're gonna do Iron Fist. So what I've decided to do, we'll do we'll do Iron Fist and then we'll kind of throw in Colleen and there's more of Colleen yes. there. Um, but we gotta talk about Danny and Colleen when you're when you're talking about Luke and Misty. It's just impossible. I mean, we'll talk more about this later, but Colleen is Misty's best friend and Luke is is Danny's best friend. So it's like it's impossible to not mention both of them when you talk about this. I mean, Luke, uh Luke Cage here for higher uh power issue the um, it starts off as power man sorry so there's luke cage uh hero for hire then you get power man which is he's all that's another one of his aliases and that goes for 50 issues yep. and then it becomes power man and iron fist so um you can't talk about them you, you can't talk about one without the other but uh so wait so i think luke cage hero for hire goes longer than that so that means he went longer um i'm going to look that up right now that means he went longer as a fugitive Than that, because how many issues did – got to look that up. I need to look up how many issues Luke Cage, uh, Hero for Hire, went. It went for a year. Uh, Let's see. That's only 16 issues. Yeah. So it went 16, and then you went the 50 for Power Man. So then it becomes Power Man, I think, the year later, right? Uh, Yeah, like the year later in 74. Actually, wait, no. No, nope, no, nope, nope. Yeah, seventy. I think 73, 74. Um but uh yeah, so he comes across uh who was it? Is it was it Bushmaster? Yes. Bushmaster, yes. So uh again, remember what we said Luke Cage's, you know, Carl Lucas, his friend um striker had been the one to dime back. Have been the one to uh, um, plant that have that that heroin planted and 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 uh, set you know Luke Cage up, set Luke up to go to jail. So one of the things that Luke is trying to do is figure out how to clear his name, because again, he's doing all this stuff it's fine, but his name still isn't cleared because he's still as like you said a fugitive and a criminal. Uh, Bushmatcher says that he which, has... Which, a, by the
1: way, that matters for a long time. It does. We're going to touch back on it later on, but it, it's... This is... His identity as a fusion of sticks with him for a very long time, even after he's cleared.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it comes into play during Civil War when he's there, but... Yeah, I mean, it's... so it's a, it's a big deal to him, and so... He is given the opportunity by Bushmatcher to say, hey, listen, I... If you do this one thing for me, get, uh, get this... Um, He's supposed to, he's supposed to kidnap Misty Knight and bring her to Bushmaster, and he does that. He will one, um, free, uh, his friends who one is Claire Temple, which we know is played by Rosario Dawson in their Double I me mean, She should have a, have a bigger role in uh, Luke Cage, and I can't remember the other one with the doctor that that, the doctor that um, I can't remember his name. With a doctor that performed on uh, that worked on uh, that performed this experiment at the jail and Bur- bursting yeah bursting and uh, Noah was it noah bursting I think it was noah I think so yeah um and so he's holding both of them uh hostage and threatening to kill both of them but he also says hey you do this I will not only let them free but I will also clear your name because I'm the only one that has evidence that shows that you are innocent there's a um I can't remember what the name of the the, the other criminal was, but I had a photograph of memory and has evidence of all the stuff that um, Don Megan did and has video evidence of him planning the the drugs there and everything. So uh, this is basically how Luke Cage comes across Iron Fist and Missy Knight and and Colleen. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, back in the 70s, they didn't care about hidden women that much. Uh, no not at all <laughs> not at all <laughs> No, that was not an uh concern. yeah not a not a thing um there was a big knockdown drag out fight between um between all of them um and uh it ends with them having coffee and tea like it's just, the way the 70s works like it sounds weird <laughs> but it just
1: the way the 70s set up I That's just see.
0: how it works. It's like they go through that, that, and then they end dramatically with the, well, I just killed my friends and that because I shouldn't do this. And it's long story short. Um, Missy Knight and 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 and, and Danny help Luke uh, save Claire, save Bernstein, and also Misty goes goes the extra mile and and gets evidence she needs to clear Luke's name. Right. You know and. Uh when that's done, and I think that's issue fifty, the issues after that continue the story on, but it becomes uh uh Power, Power Man and Iron Fist. Because then Danny and Luke team up and basically become more Heroes for Hire.
1: Which is basically how most people know Luke Cage.
0: Right. Heroes for Hire. I'm gonna get into this later, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I I have my idea for a Heroes for Hire show that does not involve uh Luke Cage and um Luke Cage or Iron Fist, but well, we'll talk about that later on. Um Yeah, but it's um you really get them developing this friendship uh between basically all four of them. And I think at one point, uh Luke dates Colleen and yep. obviously Danny and Misty, you know, have their relationship and, and stuff there. But uh for the most part they, they always remain friends and are always uh there together and it's an important thing. Like later on we talk about uh, uh, you know we talked about before during Jessica Jones uh, character corner when they have their child and they name the child Danielle and I I love him when Danny finds out he's like oh that's sweet he's like we didn't name her we didn't name her after you yeah sure okay (laughs) that's
1: still sweet (laughs) that's 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 still sweet (laughs) (laughs) and Danny just ignores him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for her part so to Jessica right No, I really like the hero for hire run because it was it's it, it was basically the old the new school Marvel team up. It was like mm-hmm. how do we put these characters together when they normally wouldn't interact? Absolutely. You inject literal heroes for Hire. And and you get this more of like the drawing
0: the way they draw the new uh, David Walker's Power Man Iron You really get the difference here, but they're they're just so different. Um, I like the way they draw the new one just because you see the physical difference between the two. They are an oddball couple, <laughs> and that's putting. They're it the right. original Run the Jewels. That, that and it is yes, and it is that is putting it nicely. That is they yeah. are just a really. Oh I yeah, mean, remember you know we'll get more into Danny's background. Danny's a rich white
1: dude. <laughs> like yo, he's a rich white dude who dabbles in in the extra dimensional and in, in, in intergalactic. Right. Luke's like Luke couldn't be more grounded. Right. <laughs> He's literally a
0: big bald, well, bald now, black dude. There's, there was—I can't remember what issue it was. Somebody made a, oh, maybe it was. Was it the the Secret Invasion where he's facing down, um, uh, his scroll version of him that, that's supposed to be the early version, and he still has his hair. And so he goes the scroll version basically goes, "What happened to your hair? That can't—I have to be the real Luke Cage because there's no way I lose these curls, you know? It's.
1: Secret of Raiders had a lot of funny little moments like that. Right.
0: <laughs> um, but no, I mean, they're, they're, they're an oddball couple. And you get the sense of... We always talk about these street-level heroes and street-level villains and things like that. But Luke Cage is literally a superstar in, in his neighborhood. Because for what he does. Yeah. You know? there is um that issue uh, of new Avengers there's a little short like new Avengers run with uh, I think it's like New Avengers Luke Cage or something like that where it talks about him going to um handle some business that dealt with a a a former kid from his neighborhood who tried to go out and do the same thing in philly and you you see his sense of duty of and how inspirational he was that people wanted to be like him and go and do the same thing he did. Right. You know, the clean of the neighborhood to, um, you know, to show the criminals that you're not afraid of them and, you know, and, and, and help those that are less fortunate than you are. Like you said, you know, Hey, you know, people come to him like, Hey, you know, here's the $50 I owe you. Hey, he told the key he was like, listen, keep that money. You and your mom need that. So you can eat, you go get a job. When you get a job, you can come back and you pay me then, you yeah. know, so it's one of those things that it's Hero for Hire and it almost sounds like they're taking advantage of, but it's anything but that, right? You know, it's anything but them taking advantage of the people they're helping. They're literally there to help. You know, and it's it's a noble thing. And again, it's such a grounded, you know, not to say he doesn't go out and take care of, he, can, he can't, and again, Luke Cage is powerful enough to take care of, big threats but
1: he takes care of home yeah and that's the thing is that and we see it later when he gets elevated by Bendis' writing which by the way he wrote the hell out of this character Mm -hmm. Um, but people say oh you don't need to have him he doesn't need to be involved in these big events and for a while people may have been confused thought he couldn't be right and I think especially when you get it through the lens of what we know now about the character things that we've seen written about him now He was literally a choice. Like, nah, 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 nah. Take care of home. Because it's a very street-level, smart Spider-Man, Daredevil mentality that they brought to Luke Cage. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, you know, powers, uh, strength, uh, unbreakable skin, so a healing factor when you can break that skin. Um, so again, he's a top-notch, heavy hitter. When you need somebody to literally in no irony here hit hard, you can call him Luke Cage. But yeah. and this is something that again as you we go in and we talk about his relationship with Jessica Jones and and then them having the the child and having a kid together and getting married, he you you get something to, you know let's do it a little bit now we can come back to some other stuff. What, what I've always found interesting about Luke Cage, especially towards the the newer stuff, is. And this is something that you don't see with a lot of characters. You have a lot of married characters before. You have a lot of married characters that have kids. I mean, shit, we did, we, you know, we talked about Reed Richards and Sue Richards and, and their kids and what goes on there. I mean, shit, we, we brought them up. You can't talk about Doctor Doom without talking about the Richards kids, you know? I mean, you just can't yeah. do it. Um, but what I find interesting about, and it's something that I don't think I've seen, and I'm pretty sure there's other characters out there that have done this, maybe just not as well or as as big level as these characters, with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, you literally have a couple who do like try to do normal parentish things, you know.
1: All they want to do is be normal
0: parents, yeah. All they want to do is be normal parents. Like, again, there's several times you hear Luke is out there doing something, and Jessica's calling him, it's like, Wait, are you out there with Danny doing? I thought you said you were just gonna be gone for a minute. I'm just doing a little thing. I, I did this little promise. I'll be right back. I don't like that. At one point they're dry. Like there's a funny little thing where, uh, Luke is uh, Luke and Danny get in the car. And it says, he's like, yo, where's the truck? Why are we in this? Like, they're like in a, uh, in a, like a Prius or something like that. And, and Luke is huge. So you can barely fit in there. He's like, um, he's like, why, why are we, why are you not having the truck? And they flash back to, uh, Jessica saying, <laughs> she's like, you were out there with Danny again. You're not taking the truck. Nope. If you're gonna be out there with Danny, you find some other form of transportation. And Luke just goes, Yeah, Jessica had to use the truck for something else. Danny goes, She lets <laughs> you take the truck, did she? She lets you take the truck. It just it is it is it is it is great seeing that. They argue over things and eventually they just go, Alright, I love you too, honey. All right, go do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um you'll never forget that scene in a uh, Superior Spider-Man. Where they sh- where 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 uh, Doctor Ox shows up and and tries to force them to do something, and they're talking calmly and putting Danielle into the uh into the the, the um the cab, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, make sure she has this and that, and they they're basically ignoring <laughs> Spidey, and then they turn around and knock the fuck out of him when when the when the baby's gone. It's just like it's an interesting dynamic that you don't get with other heroes, like. And, and, and you get a couple that, you know, they argue, they have, they have their issues, but they definitely love each other. And especially when you get into how this came about, it's an, it's an interesting, it's one of the more interesting love stories and relationships that is generated, I think, in the, uh, the Marvel universe. Can they really, they, they they really got started off of, of, of a fling, a one night stand and alias, <laughs> you know? And it's just one of those things that it developed into a legit loving relationship between two people who had a kid, and then they get married, and then they are a legit, you know, um, a legit married couple. Which, quite, quite honestly, could be one of the more genuine relationships in the Marvel universe.
1: If not genuinely relatable for the fans, because it's not, like Reed. I think Reed and, and Sue's real. Oh yeah like but this it feels so grounded Mm -hmm. because it's not them because you know Reed's big problem is that he disconnects because he's the smartest man alive Mm -hmm. while many of us may feel that way most of us cannot relate to that feeling Um, but Luke's is like I'm just trying to do what I'm trying to do my job and like I know you know but we need to do like he he struggles with responsibility both at home and what he feels like he owes the world Mm -hmm. or he feels like his job is and I like that I like that we get that we finally get a character really grappling with what that means. Like, even Spider-Man, when he was married, they they played on it some, but it never, because, I mean, it never felt like... Well, that's not true. They, it was it for the occasional storyline. Like, MJ would leave or something. Mm-hmm. But, for the most part, they didn't really let that be a source of contention or struggle for the character. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's... there's and it's it's like the small things. Like there's a moment when he comes home and his shirt is his shirt is messed up. She's like, Is that the shirt I got you for Father's Day? Right. He's like, Yeah. And he's trying to get another shirt. She's like, Oh no, 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 no. You're gonna take another one of those shirts that I got you for Father's Day. I'm gonna put out
1: the shirt. If you're gonna go out there with Danny and do this dumb shit, I'll put the shirt out for you. It's just like he's literally getting around. I love out. That Danny's evolved from like the beginning to being the problematic friend. Right. I just really love that evolution of the character <laughs> where like now now Danny's the fucking problem. Right. Like before it was like Luke, please don't start this fight. Please don't Luke, right. Luke look damn it Luke. And now it's like, Danny, I can't hang out with you no more. <laughs> Why
0: not? I got a kid, just, man.
1: Just doesn't get all out you play too much. Right. We always get in fucking trouble and you know that. She doesn't like me, does she? She
0: no, she just she just likes it when you don't talk. <laughs> I think we all like you
1: when you don't talk, Danny. Right.
0: It is, um, no, I mean, like I said, their relationship um, is one of those things I think, like, on his own, don't get me wrong, on his own, Luke Cage is great, but I think having that relationship there, and like you said, you cha- it changes from being the guy who hits first and jumps in first to now the guy who has, has all the other considerations first. He has, a fa- he has a wife, he has a child, he has to do all this stuff, and seeing him struggle with doing that. And him struggling with actually trying to maintain being a hero, but also being a dad and being a husband. And honestly, I think that scares him more than anything else. You have a man. Uh, and again, we just goes back to what we talk about with, with, with Marvel making their character so relatable. You have a man who has superhuman strength and unbreakable skin and you basically not going to stop this dude. Yeah. But he is definitely afraid of his wife. <laughs> And be a disappointment. as he should father. be,
1: right? As he should. Peter be. does not fuck around. Dude, no. so she went to Norman Osborn.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> I got it. Uh, let me see if I got this panel. It was something that I saw. Uh, it just reminded me about this. Let me see. Did um, it? Yeah, so yeah, that's what it was because we're talking about the car. like, so I'm confused. You're not. Oh, so there's another thing. He started saying this new thing. I can't remember what it was like. Isn't the David Walker run? It's like fibble Fabble, something like that. And yeah. he's like, "Why are you saying this?" Like, because Jessica stopped because the the Danielle was were starting to curse too. So he was like, "And that's been another big thing about Luke Cage is cursing, right?" So, so you know, Danny's like, "All right, cool. I don't understand why you why you're doing that." It makes fun of him. So when they're at that house. Like, Danielle's there, the entire family's there, and Jessica's cursing out both Danny and Luke, right? So they get back in the car, and Danny's like, so I'm confused. You're not allowed to swear around Danielle, but Jessica can. Jessica can do whatever she wants. She's the boss. (laughs) That's it. And again, that's a legit, (laughs) that's a legit Family dynamic that everybody, every husband in the world, every boyfriend in the
1: world can relate to that, right? People ask me what I'm doing this weekend. I said I have to talk to management. Right. I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Hold on, let me find out. Right, honey, what are we doing this weekend? What, what, what am I doing this weekend? Right. That's, I mean, people, lie. yeah, we can laugh, but that's reality. That's, 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 that's real. That's real writing. hmm
0: Yep. So, uh, again, I just think that that relationship that that he has with with Jessica it's such an important piece of who he is, um, because uh, you see him open up, you see him, you know, be this guy, and then you see him get angry whenever Jessica gets hurt or or any harm he thinks comes to her or that that child. You see Luke Cage. Well, Heaven help
1: you if you hurt that child. Right. <laughs>
0: it, it will not go well for you.
1: No, it will go actually the opposite of well. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I guess we can move into like some of the the, the ben, go back a little bit, go back to um, the business stuff. I think uh, I think what stands out to me is and what's good about that stuff is putting him as an Avenger. And,
1: and well, when, starting him as an Avenger, and the Avenger being him, the Defender, the, the, the Avenger.
0: Avenger. Yeah, um, and I think that's important because again, it elevates. It shows you elevation from just being, you know, some street level character that nobody cares about.
1: But it makes sense, because even the way they do it, it's, he's, the, the, so, the way the New Avengers happens, there's an inciting incident a breakout at Rikers. Not Rikers, whatever they call it in the comic. The Raft. And, uh, Luke Cage is there as the bodyguard to Matt Murdock, who's there to visit an imprisoned prisoner, which all of this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Bad things happen, Luke Cage steps up, he gets invited to the Avengers. And it does, and it's something that – dimin- you like you said, it's an elevation of the character. At no point does it feel that way. Well, I'm just saying in like – No, I'm saying but, right. I'm sad, but they, they pull it off from a medicine. So they elevate the character immediately, mm-hmm. but the writing doesn't make it feel forced.
0: Oh, no, absolutely
1: not. The writing makes you feel so damn natural. They're like, of course you – yeah, why would – Mm-hmm. You just you take it, and that's one of business's greatest strengths. He's able to convey these big changes, or big sweeping changes, or big evolutions of character without making it feel like it's it's forced or tacked on. Mm-hmm. Like when he stares at Purple Man and they're walking in there,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And eventually, when he gets out, and Purple Man catches those hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, would I tell you that uh, Purple Man dying in the Jessica Jones series may have been the best thing for him? Uh, He gets out during the breakout of the raft, and someone's called Luke Cage. And he tries to use his powers so they can go kill Captain America. (laughs) And then he realizes his powers don't work. Oh, man. I don't know. Man. After I read Jesse Jones stuff right before that, mm-hmm. it was very, very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really viscerally enjoyed it. Like as a person reading a comic, I was like, I enjoyed that. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Uh, and like you said, I mean, it's one of those things. Once an Avenger, always an Avenger. And <clears throat> as you go throughout this, Cage plays starts playing more and more important roles to the point of eventually end up you know running <laughs> running
1: an Avengers team himself. Captain America's first legacy was Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Bucky picks up the shield. Cage picked up the fight. And the team. And the team.
0: Um remember, uh, I love the, the some of the tie-ins with um, the conversation they had about a civil war. Let me see if I, I can do that. Find the issue here. Let me see. Here you go. So, yeah, this is, this is when, you know, uh, Iron Man shows up. Iron Man and Carol show up to talk about him not signing the Superhero Registration Act. Uh, signing on. Uh, so you're not, so you're not signing. I'm, I'm going to raise my kid right. What does that mean? It's too bad you don't know. <laughs> you know. Um, there's another one in here. Oh yeah, here we go. This, is, this is a uh, Luke talking to Jessica about this. I, uh, I gotta take the kid and leave. I know, gotta. I know. I'm not leaving you though. I just have to keep her safe. I know that. Come with, come with. Through all this, we got enough money to leave, right? Canada needs superheroes, too. I, I ain't leaving my home. This is my home. Luke, please, you want to end up like Matt Murdock in jail fighting for your life? I ain't leaving. I worked I worked damn hard to clean up this neighborhood. This is my world. I ain't going to have my kid grow up to find out that after all we've been through, her daddy buckled to the man. I hate this thing they did. I hate with, with everything in me. I ain't going to go along with it. I ain't leaving my home. People of this neighborhood know me. I want, to, I want them to see me. I uh, want them to see what they do to me for standing up for what I believe is right. Hey, I got unbreakable skin. and I've been to jail. I can handle anything that's thrown at me. And I'll just bust out of any place they put me. And then I'll teach them what's right if it takes the rest of my life.
1: So. Like this could very, this run very well could have been Luke Cage and the Avengers. You could have called it that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his book. When, um,
0: because eventually, like you said, throughout this entire run, you get uh, Luke obviously siding with Captain America, um, but eventually, like you said, it becomes Luke Cage's Avengers team. So much so, so that after Civil War is over, with um, when uh, Iron Man and, and Steve have sort of mended fences and come back to him, talking about getting Luke to move, because eventually, at one point, Luke was running the Avengers out of. Like, uh, Doctor Strange's, like, sanctuary yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's like, like, he's running the Avengers, and they eventually like, hey, listen, we want you to come out of the shadows, we want you to be an official Avengers team, move into Avengers Mansion, and, you know, Luke is like, nah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna get me to come back in here and move uh, and, and do all this off all over again and go right to where you were. Um, You said... Uh, here you go. Luke, I told you, Kate, say that. I want you to be Avengers, all of you. Come on, Cap. You want us to move in here and do whatever you say. No, I want you to, and I'm saying all we've been through, not just us, but you two, all that I fought for, you want us to just move in here and do whatever you say. It's like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. So what they end up having to do is <laughs> their contingency plan was <laughs> Tony comes up to Luke and just give me a dollar. <laughs>
1: And, and then, and then Luke doesn't have a dollar,
0: so then Danny has to give him borrow a dollar from Danny. Danny gives Luke, uh, gives Luke a dollar. Luke gives uh, Tony a dollar. And, and and Tony goes, All right, congratulations. You just bought Avengers Mansion. Here's the deed. You he's like, What he's like, listen, there's a contingency plan. This is plan B the entire time. We knew I knew that you not gonna you were never gonna go for this. And I knew that you were a man of and honor. I you
1: would. Cap was wrong. Right.
0: <laughs> I knew that in order for this to happen, you have to feel like you own this. So here, you can buy Avengers Mansion for a dollar. Alright? It's an above-the-board sale. He already had the papers drawn up yep. and everything like that. He's ready. He
1: came ready! Right, he came He's ready exactly like, resilient.
0: yeah. Yeah, plan B. Because again, it's Tony, right? <laughs> um, and again, moves in to Avengers Mansion with and running his own Avengers
1: team. I think the best part about it is I don't, uh, I don't have any cash. Frank, right.
0: <laughs> And who has cash for him? Danny. Danny. <laughs> so good man so good so good so good um you get like i said you you go through that you have the new avengers run they go through uh civil war you have um again we talked about it a little bit before it's uh secret invasion which i i think it's just funny just because again you get luke uh, fighting luke
1: <laughs> you know what's really not funny is when the jarvis scroll takes his kid oh
0: yeah that is nuts
1: yeah it's a good reminder that Luke Cage is not getting mad very often.
0: Yeah. And, like, Jessica is, like, torn. It, it is, yeah.
1: It's, hard, it's really well written. Really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, like, I, I want to go back to something you touched on already. Issue 22 of New Avengers is when Tony and Carol come to his house. hmm The speech they have between themselves, like, it, I just that two-page splash in the middle of it. If if the world was a nice place, we wouldn't be who we are. You're trying to make the world something it ain't. And worse, you're selling yourselves to do it. And who are you selling to, huh? What are you trying to do? It can't be done. It's not human nature. Luke, I need to know when you sign on. Yes, we'll find out at midnight. Luke, they will come in your home and they will take you out of here. And if that doesn't work, they'll call us next. Do you want that? Is that your goal here? Oh, is it Mississippi in the 1950s now? <laughs> oh, come on. The difference is, stop it. Will you stop? getting pulled out of your home in the middle of your night for being different is the same now as it was then. And then Jessica chimes in does have a timeless quality to it. Don't it? And Tony responds. No, it's about breaking the law. Slavery used to be a law. Luke, you twisted this and I won't hear it. You should hear it. You should hear those robot. You should (laughs) turn those robot ears on real loud because this is what it is, baby. You're perverting it all. You're distorting the ideas you said we stand for to the point where you, when you're done with all this, the ideas won't mean anything. You'll stand for nothing except for whatever they tell you to do. If you join, you can make sure that exact thing doesn't happen. Man, look. Mm-hmm. This is why
0: That's the show had to. My... This is why the show had to be black as fuck.
1: Black as fuck. There was no. They had no choice. <clears>
0: hmm.
1: <throat> but he. But you're right. He holds the Avengers together. He really wears the name the best through everything. Through Secret Invasion, through Norman Osborn's Dark Reign, mm-hmm. when they're all watching television, when Norman's announcing his new the Avengers, <laughs> they're just sitting around, and Spider-Man's like, "Is that? Oh my God! It's it's Venom, and it's not even the good Venom. What? It's 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 the, it's Scorpion, the dude with the tail. <laughs> like, it's so funny how the the are, but it, it's." I really enjoyed the way this... The, I like the idea of Avengers on the run. And I like the idea of Luke Cage in charge. Both mm-hmm. yeah. of those things were appealing to me as a reader. And they brought it to us in spades. Absolutely.
0: Um, I know you didn't read this because it's Greyland art. But um, Mighty Avengers was pretty good too. I read some
1: Mighty Avengers. Not much. But some.
0: It's a black as fuck team too.
1: Yeah, he's a tracer.
0: I know. I know. I know you would never get past the art. And I, and I get it. I get it. I'm not going to, we're not going to go too far into that, but again, there's another black ass team though.
1: Right. Before we get to that team, can we talk about issue 47? Good. It's the story of when Luke Cage sent Jessica to find his dad. Did you read that one? I no, I do not. Oh, 47 is heavy. Okay. So they, so this is what Ben does. When there's a big crossover, he'll use it to tell some super personal story about one of his main characters Secret Invasion, it's tags the Secret Invasion uh, crossover. There's Hawkeyes, a scroll on the cover, and a bunch of people with scrolls. None of those people are encountering this book at all. So when Secret Invasion starts, they didn't know who could be trusted. Jessica leaves Luke in the New Avengers and runs to Avengers Tower and lets Jarvis watch her daughter. The story that gets told in this book is about basically how they it fleshes out how they met, and it, and it goes more into how they became to trust each other. Jessica goes to Atlanta, Georgia. This is in the past now, and, and asks for James Lucas. It says he goes by the name James Geary now, but it was Luke James Lucas at one point, and the woman won't let him in, and. She tells a the woman, "There's a man looking for his father. Son just wants to talk to his father." And her reply is, "The father doesn't want to talk to the son." The man, the man's been through a lot, you see. A man has, the the man, a man has, the way I see it, a man has an image in his head of what he wanted his he life to be. His kids, struggle, heartache, all that's fine. A man can see that through. But all this with the superheroes, and then what happened to the other son? He keeps an eye on Luke. On the internet, he sees when Luke does well, he sees it. But it's not what the man wanted. He lost a wife, a son, and it's not what he wanted. Jessica says, That's all he has left. And then the woman replies from that life. It's his new wife. And uh, afterwards, Jessica and Luke are in a parking lot of Dairy Queen. And he's he's going through it, man. This is tough to read. And Jessica says to him, probably the most perfect line ever written by Brian Mendes. What do you want from him? You swear a metal tiara in public. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's and it's and the story's framed by cuz it's Luke telling their daughter about when he realized he loved Jessica.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you cut to the end of the book is today when they realize who all the scrolls were and that Jarvis was one of them and that now he has their child. Mm-hmm. And it's for me, like through all the superheroes and all the stuff we've talked about, the ability to tell that story with those two characters is why they're so grounded and why I enjoy reading them so much. Yeah. I mean, it. These. They're, they're, they're truly Marvel characters. Right. They, feel, they always feel like people. Exactly. They don't feel like costumes who have to have a secret identity. Luke Cage's Power Man is Luke Cage. Like, it's like, I don't want... Call him whatever you want. Just cut the check. <sighs> Mighty Avengers. Sorry I just underrealed re- you. No,
0: you're fine. I, I love that
1: issue, and I really want to talk about
0: it. No, no, that's a great issue. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I getting trolled on Twitter with these images. Of my <laughs>
1: A battle on two fronts. Uh, yes,
0: I'm fighting a battle on two fronts and people are attacking me. <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, Again, I... Like you said, the Avengers runs on the Avengers issues with Luke and Jessica. It, 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 they, they flesh out so much more what you started in, a- in the alias stuff. And again, because when you first get them together, you're just like... Oh, well, this is an odd couple that's not never gonna be together, but it literally develops into one of the strongest relationships that's, that's out there. You know, it's my favorite relationship in Big Two comics. Yeah, it really is. I, I can't disagree with that. When you really look at it and look at how it's done, it is done really, really well. Um, let's see what else was there. Um. Again, you have the Mighty Avengers stuff, then you have Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. Uh uh at one point Luke takes over uh for the Thunderbolts. At least the Thunderbolts. I mean, it's just he's constantly been in there and like I said, I think that even though he comes off insane, he's retired. <laughs> he's never really retired. Again, even in the Again, if you really want to get some good Luke Cage, uh, the the David Walker Power Man and Iron Fist run is really really good. It's a really funny and great read especially those first four or five issues where Luke don't want to do none of this shit. <laughs> he's getting dragged into it at uh, all right
1: Danny is the problematic friend
0: mm-hmm and uh it's great to watch it's great to watch uh what to read <laughs>
1: really um, yeah yeah
0: which it, it makes me, again makes me excited to see um
1: so what what so I guess we're gonna probably get at least parts of the origin are we gonna get to 50 you think in this uh Netflix series I oh. think Danny shows up Spoiler! I think Danny shows up I, I think I think I think I think he has to right it's hard to because as you've shown today it's really hard to do loop without talking about Danny
0: right like I've always I, I like I said, I've been avoiding anything that involves this but I kind of feel like you gotta even if he doesn't he's gotta show up he's gotta be teased something's gotta happen right I feel like it does. Cause you're gonna have again, you gotta think about what we're gonna have here. You're gonna have um if, if Danny if Danny doesn't show up, Colleen's gotta show up. Somebody that links those two has to be in that, has to be at the end of the series, right? You know? Yeah. Because again, I'm interested in seeing like what i think, maybe uh Colleen shows up and I guess we can now go into is there any more you wanna do with Luke Cage? Okay, we i'm gonna kind of start. No, that's
1: what's to missy that's, yeah i mean because, i think we did a really good job on luke and right and I, again let's just say this right now with the daredevil one i felt weird doing that character because like i know i i literally know where this is going mm-hmm. i don't know what story i gonna tell with luke i have no idea that's why like i said it's gonna be a very interesting
0: see because you can you have all the same. If you look at this, you have all the pieces you have. You have Claire Temple who has been basically connected with tissue in all these these series.
1: She's our Phil Coulson.
0: Right, and she should be probably more into uh the Luke K series than anything else because again, I mean, for a uh, time there Luke and Claire were dating. So you're going to have her there. You have Jessica Jones. I don't know if Jessica shows up in the. I am assuming Jessica shows up in this in the Luke K series as well at some point too. Um you, we know we have Missy Knight, and she's going to be in this series heavily. And honestly, you really can't do Missy Knight without one, her losing her arm. And so maybe once she loses her arm, that's when Colleen shows up. Or, you know, the whole thing with Colleen and, and, and Misty is Colleen uh, is fighting. I can't remember who she's fighting, but Misty comes in and kind of helps her and saves her day. And they become friends after that. And so when right. Missy loses her arm, because Missy Knight was a detective, but she's on the bomb squad, she goes to throw, uh, stop the bomb, goes to throw it. Saves people, but her arm gets blown off. Gets a gets a, a replacement arm. I believe that replacement arm was still Stark Tech, but I know the ne- second one was it definitely was. was. But the first one was was Stark Tech. It's just a steel arm. Um, so I feel like she, she if she doesn't lose the arm in this series, she loses it soon. Um, but then you got to get that relationship with her and Colleen because literally, um, I'll go into this now. When I was saying that I have an idea for a hero for hire, uh, show that doesn't have Luke Cage or Iron Fist you do Misty and Colleen. Cause they actually have some of the hero for Hired books are Colleen. and Misty. Oh, Yeah.
1: yeah, no, no yeah.
0: So I see that too. Yeah. So I would love like, if you're going to do that, I would love like, you got to think about it. You have an Asian, you have an Asian American uh, and an African American woman. That would be an amazing, like, like series right there. Like I would love to see after reading some of the stuff I read, I would love to see a Misty night. And and if you don't call if you don't do it um if you don't call it uh uh, uh heroes for hire with their agency Nightwing, um Nightwing, re- yeah, yeah night restorations call it that where they were Bales bonds women <laughs> 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 and that uh, again that was uh um so one of the books I read for Missy Knight was Daughters of the Dragon and we'll get into that later but that was uh, absolutely that was great that was a that was a great storyline and stuff there but um yeah Missy Knight. Uh, former NYPD detective right arm was amputated and she resigned from the Tony, uh, the, the police force. Tony Stark gives her a bionic arm. So she has a good, um, relationship with, uh, with Tony and with Steve. And that's why she really, even though she sided with, uh, superheroes registering, she didn't pick a side because she, she compared basically her two older brothers arguing and she's not going to pick a side between right. the two. Um, yeah. So uh she um she saved Colleen. They said the the, the private detection agency slash Bails Bond area. It depends on what issues you're reading you like that and what you need. Uh Nightwing restra- uh, restorations, you know? And um they're literally best friends. <laughs> and they're awesome. So again, this is another one of the things where it's like if you're gonna do just like you can't do Luke without uh without Danny it's really hard to do Misty without Colleen because again peace in the pot when you first meet Misty Knight um she is very it, it's it's very weird that her first appearance is um i think it's Marvel Premiere issue 21 it's really weird she shows up but you know at that point that she's also at that point already working with Colleen cuz Colleen mentioned, mentioned her Misty uh by name and 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 working running the business the issue before so, mm-hmm. they're already they're already established as friends. When she meets um, Luke Cage, that's when, again, we were talking about that before. When he meets Iron Fist and stuff like that, and uh, Misty and, and Danny are already dating. Right. You know? So, uh, that that's how it goes. I, I Again, they're tied. Misty Knight's one of those characters, as I was reading more about her, I thought it was very interesting they never did a solo series for. Her.
1: You could do like, and the thing is, as we were sitting here talking about this, and we're about, I'm about I agree with you 100%. They could do like a friend style sitcom with three, four friends being superheroes. Mm hmm. Like, you could do, do you have so much you could do with this property? hmm. Like, because I forget that, I forgot that when you met Misty, she's already dating Danny. Yeah.
0: By the time you meet, uh, by the time Luke
1: meets Misty, they're already dating, she's already dating Danny.
0: She's already dating Danny. Because uh, Danny comes in after, because she uh Luke t- fights Colleen, then Misty comes in, and then. Danny comes in after her and then Danny and, and Luke fight at first. So it's like, yeah, like that's already, that's already been a set. Colleen, Danny and, 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 um, Misty are already friends, dating, whatever already together is Luke that comes in last in the picture. So, <laughs> yeah. So again, the way they're doing the Netflix
1: series is a little bit different than that. But we don't know that though. We they can twist it. They can sort of, us really good. At, here. You're actually true. You're right. They and could, what if they drop Danny like episode three and like, that's how they do it. Right.
0: You know, who knows? Um,
1: but, I don't uh, I don't think it's happening because, no, like, no. from earlier views, but I'm just saying that be right. they could do it because I trust Marvel. Yeah, they could,
0: but um, yeah. So you could. It's just it's one of the things that's been weird to me that she. Well, not even weird to me that she she hasn't gotten solo series, but they did have her give her several books where she had definitely the focus. Um, and some of the ones I've read that were very interesting to me were again, Darth of the Dragon which was a was a good one, and that's um. Uh, uh I can't remember who wrote that one but that's her and Colleen and they're bail's bondswoman and uh, they are trying to figure out why they they're they're basically stopping a uh, certain hero uh they're trying to catch these these criminals who escape bail. Uh and it opens up it's funny it opens up with them stopping Rhino. Like Spider-Man's Rhino. Yeah. You know? Uh, and again, remember these are two. These, they don't have superpowers. Like Missy Knight has her her. We talk about her arm all the time, but at this point, it's, it's, just, it's not it's not even the Stark upgraded arm right now. It's just the the steel arm that only lets her crush things and she can hit a little bit harder because it's steel. But she can't. She doesn't have super strength because of it, right? You know, it's none of that stuff. So, but yeah, they stop Rhino, and we talked about Rhino in the in the in the Rogue War thing. So you know, stopping Rhino these you know, two, you know, regular you know, no superpower having women. Uh Colleen is uh one of the probably the best American samurais there there is, but it's rhino. Unbreakable skin, how they do it. Uh and Colleen does it by crashing uh Misty's favorite vintage car into rhino. Work. <laughs>
1: I'm not I saying mean, she was right I think that work. might be
0: the same thing Colleen said to Misty and Misty was not happy about that. <laughs> But it's interesting again. I I love reading that book because you really get the dynamic between these two women, and they're they're very di- different, but very, very very similar. And you can tell that they've been friends for a very long time, and they trust and care about each other. Um, but the the storyline, of the issue is the these little bit terrible criminals go out and they try to rob this. Basically, they call her the Oprah Winfrey of you know this universe where she's an upcoming uh, media mogul. I think it was named Rickadonna or something like that. Yeah. And they steal something from her and they end up stealing the wrong thing. And they don't realize that this woman, she's not just, the, <clears throat> she's basically um, Oprah mixed with Kingpin. Yes. <laughs> and they don't realize this. And it is some, it is, when I say it's some criminals, you don't know. What is the, uh, 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 humbug is the only one that really survives. He's a guy that can talk to. He can talk to insects. Look, at everyone needs powers, man. Like when I tell you that you're Whirlwind really book- was in that crew, wasn't he? Huh? Wasn't Whirlwind in that crew? Yes, he was. He was the only one that was decent and that had power, but then he ends up getting his spine twisted by a trickster. Was it, was it, was it trickster? It's not trickster. Um, Trapster. I can't remember what the guy, the guy's name. He ended up gluing his feet to the ground and Whirlwind is oh, trying to turn. Right. Yeah. Ended up twisting his spine. As he's go yeah, it's um yeah, pretty horrific. Could have gone on her. Right, right, right. So humbug is the only one that is up surviving out of this group because he you know, Rick, Rick Donna, she's coming after them and stuff like that. Uh so he goes to the Bales Bond women who were trying to bring him in, asking for protection. And um Yeah, so um Well while showing up and trying to take back uh this this computer virus she has that they stole from her, Rikidon her ends up um, cutting off uh, Misty's um, bionic arm,
1: and, which um, actually works out really great for Misty.
0: Works out really great for Misty. Um, in uh, but in, in the long run, but uh, one thing you realize is that one original arm was tied to her nervous system, so when it got it cut off, she ended up blacking out because from the pain and everything like that. Um. And she is not very really happy of reliving that trauma over again. Uh, and uh, let me see if I, I wrote down that because I think that was a, a again you 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 get uh, moments with these characters where they talk to each other because only how best friends can talk to each other. Right. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, uh. no, I didn't say that, but it's, it's basically, um Colleen's kind of like, you know, you kind of never, she's like, you could have stayed being a detective. You could have stayed being a detective, but you didn't do it because you keep all this stuff bottled up in there. You don't let anybody in. It's okay to say that you need help. It's okay to say that you were hurt. It's okay to even say that you're a little fucked up getting your arm cut off again. You know, it's okay for doing all this stuff. And I Missy mean, is not wanting to, Hear all that? She just wants revenge, and um, she eventually goes and gets it. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, she gets, oh, gets an upgrade from Tony because again, they're friends. You know, she does right. have hot friends in high places, and Tony completely upgrades her arm and gets her all. Uh, she has a repulsor shield now; she can do all kinds of cool tricks. It's got vibranium arm. in it. Yeah, it's got vibranium. It's diamond laced and got vibranium in it. So it's not getting cut off <laughs>
1: anymore. You really don't want these problems. Right.
0: Um, yeah. it It is... Um, it makes her even... Because, again, you got to remember, she's doing all this stuff, and, again, she's still just a human. She has no superpowers. She has a metal arm, sure, but she has no superpowers. And so she... And she's not even trained. Like, like Colleen's... Like, Colleen and Danny, all of them, they're martial artists. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that when... Um, she has her final fight with, with this woman who's a train, another trained ninja and stuff like that and she wants to fight Colleen and everything like that. And <laughs> Misty basically breaks her down and going, yo, you don't know street street kung fu? And she whoops her She's ass. She's right. She whoops her ass like a like a black woman from
1: the street, yo.
0: She was right.
1: Oh, no, she, she was right. She did not know.
0: He uh, did not know. You do not fuck. With that. Let me see exactly what she calls like he was like, how's your Gravesend Brooklyn style? What about your 110th Street Slam? Are you practicing Bronx Bomber technique? Didn't think so. Your street techniques are quite pathetic. I mean,
1: there's no lies.
0: No, there is no lies. Um, you got to love Missy Knight just because, again, another character born out of the Black Swan era of Marvel Universe but has become so much more than that. Um, you just got to love a dark-skinned black woman, natural hair, Always, you, some most times has a fro, um, and it's just a certified badass.
1: Consistently women in people's asses.
0: Consistently women in people's asses and not giving a shit. No know?
1: apologies. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. There's no half-stepping with Miss Night.
0: Again, you would say this, and I would say this not because she's a woman, I would say this about any just normal human being in the, with no superpowers, and they constantly... Punching above their weight class and constantly winning. Oh
1: yeah, she's a winner. Right, that's an important note. She is a winner. Right.
0: Um, the daughters of the dragon series uh, also was great because they they end up getting a indestructible. Because uh, <laughs> uh, they keep going, they, they keep going to Hogarth to get uh, 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 secretaries and assistants and personal assistants for the for the business, but it never works. As you know, when you're when you're in the Bill's bonds, business for two super villains things can go wrong. And so they're always running out of assistance. So they get a new one called, uh, whose name is Otis and Otis is fucking hilarious. Uh, and drives Misty insane. Cause during the thing, he ends up start talking like <laughs> he starts talking in black, African American vernacular. And she is not happy. <laughs> you want to get fired? I told you, stop fronting, You little wankster. I'm s- sorry. I was really into the role. I was trying to channel Snoop Dogg and 50 with a little touch of hot Lana. You're coming off more like a poser, mo- poser mobile. That's cold. Colleen. <laughs> Here goes Danny. Who is this guy? He used to be our former receptionist. You're iron fish, right? I love the collar. It's so choice. Uh, you've got that whole yellow Zoro meets Spider-Man thing. You're indestructible, right? Yes, I am. Why do you ask? <laughs> Danny punches him out of the frame. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> it was my pleasure. <laughs> You guys are really mean. here goes Colleen. You guys are really mean. Otis is obviously having an identity
1: crisis. It's
0: ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, it is awesome. I like I
1: like that, um, I like that they resolve, like, too often you see, like, people who break up in a series like this and then can't be around each other or whatever. Right. They let, like, Dan- Danny and Missy become engaged and they break it off eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. They had a pregnancy scare at one point. She has having a miscarriage, I think, because of stress.
1: Right, but they never like make it like they can't be in the same room. Right,
0: you know, which would
1: make any sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're I mean, this is a core group, and I'm, uh, like I said, I'm really interested in seeing how they do this on, on Netflix. But they're a core group here. Seeing Colleen, Misty, Danny, and Luke together, I mean, it, it's it's great, you know, and they they work pretty together, it's particularly Colleen, Misty, and, and Danny, who are the original three anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, you you you, you know, right now you see where Misty Knight is now, and she's obviously in a relationship with with uh, 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 Sam Wilson, and it's basically that voice in his ear telling him, "Hey, don't listen to all these other motherfuckers telling you you can't be Captain America. You are Captain America. You need to go out there and be Captain America." I mean, it might seem like they put Misty Knight in these supporting roles, but again, she's really not. I can't. You can't just calling her a supporting character isn't isn't doesn't do her justice. It's insufficient. Right. Again, Dars of the Dragon. There was um, several heroes for hire. Like after, uh, you know, Luke Cage goes off with, with, and is with Jessica Jones and Danny's doing his own thing. Heroes for Hire becomes a, a basically run several times by Misty Knight, so she runs heroes uh, heroes for hire organizations. So right. after. Darth of the Dragon, I believe the, the next level we'll thing that is one of the Heroes for Hire series that that she does. And again, it's her, Colleen. Uh, they bring in Tarantula, uh, some of the former uh, villains that they that you meet during the Darth of the Dragon series. Humbug. They bring him back. They bring Okra. <laughs> <coughs> it's always funny. Um, yeah, they bring all these people back and 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 to form this another team, and it. Uh, that series ends kind of like on a on a really fucked up note. Um, they go through all this stuff, and again, they go through World War Hulk. At one point, they're going and they're trying to, they're they contracted to bring in, um, uh, 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 what's it, um, Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur, and that does not. Let me see if I can find how that ends, but that is that that does not go well. Uh, because it up bring, you end up bringing in the brood and all this other stuff happening, several of the, uh, the heroes die. Uh, it is it is not a um, it's not a happy story. In the end, you basically get Colleen. Colleen is kind of broken by the end of this. Right. And let me see, see. I think that was, the, was that the series. Yeah, here we go. I'll read this. Let me get to the end. But again, Misty Knight is front and center in a lot of this and going into this. So Yeah. It's over, Colleen. It's all over. Let's go home. Don't you understand? He's one of us telling um Moonboy. And we're gonna let them run tests on him and cut him off, please. We took him out of his home and now we're killing him. You turned us all into murderers. Look at us. We sold the stuff inside of us that made us good. We went bad, Misty. Somewhere along the line, we went bad. Don't say that, girl. As long as we're together, it's gonna to be okay. We're a team, you and me. We're heroes for hire. We never should have been heroes for hire, Misty. We should have just been heroes. Mm-hmm. So yeah that's a fifteen uh, fish, uh, that that's the two thousand six Heroes for Hire series. Um, I think there's another Heroes for Hire series, but she gets brainwashed. She does also does um, the villains for hire storyline, right? Uh, a series. She does that. Um, and like I said, I like reading the stuff that she's in. There's also the Fearless Defenders one that has her and Valkyrie teaming up.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah. That was a short-run book that should have – I wish it had gotten legs. Right.
0: No, it definitely should have. Like, um, And it definitely seemed like it was a, a longer storyline that they were building up there that, again, you you have her coming in here. And, um, because
1: I mean, Colin Bunn was writing it too, yeah, man. See, yeah. this is the thing is that's, that,
0: a, that's a 12, yeah, it's it only got 12 issues, but yeah, it, there was so much more they could have done with that one too.
1: Well, this is the thing is that I, Marvel took a shot, mm-hmm. like, say what you love Marvel, they don't know, they supported this book. Colin Bunn's a great talent, they put him on this book.
0: Same guy who wrote, who wrote the Magneto book we talked about,
1: the mm-hmm. same guy who wrote, um, the uh. Avengers arena with the young Avengers characters that I really enjoy. Like this guy's a great writer and they gave him a great, I gave him 12 issues sales didn't work out for him, but Marvel put the book out and they supported it for 13. And I can appreciate that.
0: Right. Um, Like I said, so you have that, you have the essential power man, iron fist. I think she's more of a supporting character in that, but you, you actually, like I said, I remember we talked, we talked about this. I think it was Friday. Wasn't it? Yeah. We were like, man, yeah, I don't know. We're going to be able to find this. I was like, yeah, I found a couple of things. I don't know. And after I started looking more, it's like you can actually find several Missy Knight books that have Missy Knight being what you want to see, which is a badass. Yeah. They're there. Um, You then, you can catch up with Missy Knight in, uh, again, Sam Wilson Captain America book where they started last, in the 2014, where she showed up there. And she's been a constant in that book. And um, I'm really hoping... I'm really hoping they bring another book back that gets, um, either Heroes for Hire or gets. Um,
1: I like her as a really big part of the supporting cast, in Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she could support her own book while that story while that story's still so ongoing. True. I think after that story, we I think you and I we could see something two good things on that end. But yeah. I think for now, I think we're gonna see we've seen what we're gonna see.
0: Right. Um. Yeah, but if, like you said, like once for now, I like where she's at. Cause again, she plays a huge role in that issue. Huge role. Uh, What was it? issue 11 where, um, when, when Rhodey dies, like she's a, she's a very, very important piece. And one, it's always great to get black love on, 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 on paper, you know, yep. so there's always that, but it's also great just to see her be the role that we've always seen black women be, which is independent, strong, but also caring, and nurturing would need to be. And also when they need to, you know, put the kick you in the ass, they can do that too. When they need to, you know, yeah. you know, tell you to stop moping around and go out there and be something and go out there and be captain America, go out there and be somebody, you know, it's great to see you see her in that role. And um, I'm really excited to see where they go from there and what they do with that. So yeah, Missy, I, like I said, Misty is a, it's a great character that has had um a, you always think of her as just a side character but when you look at where they put her at in you know um like the heroes for hire book where she's the, i mean these books we mentioned like fearless defenders uh fearless defenders Dars of the dragon and the heroes for Hire books those are basically missing night books oh yeah she's leading she's basically the leader of this team she's doing things like in the in the fearless defenders book at one point um, Valkyrie goes off and does something because they're taking on the Doom Maidens and Valkyrie goes off and does something and he's like, all right, cool. She's not going to have for help, but I don't know what to do. And She goes out and calls all the other women <laughs> in Marvel to show up and help and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know, yeah. I mean, Misty knows what to do and um does her own thing and is, is great to see. And again, I really enjoyed seeing when when you get to see her and Colleen together. Um, and so I would love to see more of that. And it makes you wonder, like I said, we'll go into this now. Luke Cage, man, Friday. We're not ready. We are not.
1: <laughs> None of us are. Like, there's no way to be ready. Like, I think that from what I've heard, and uh, not really spoilers, but people have been, I guess um, they've got some, some people who had first looks at it. What I'm hearing is just, Nothing But Greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, that Marvel really did it, and I'm really happy. I'm really excited to read it, or to see it, to read it, jeez. And it feels like a comic book. It feels like putting comics to television, and I don't know what they're going to choose to do with Luke Cage. We covered a lot of stories here today. We didn't cover some stories, and I think they're gonna take the, it's going to be very much a best of first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jessica Jones, it was kind of, you had to tell the Purple Man story first. Mm-hmm. With Daredevil, you kind of have to tell Frank Miller year one, born again type stuff. With Luke... There's enough there where there's space to to play, and when you look at the creatives who've been chosen for this and Marvel's track record with creative um, writing, I think it's going to be something that's going to stand out amidst all the goodness that Marvel's been giving us.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um, you made it. I don't say anymore. Like, yeah, no. Great. I
0: mean, this is great. Like you have two black-ass characters (laughs) honestly it's just what it is and you're gonna have a black-ass show and there's a lot uh, again it doesn't seem like a lot and i know this is gonna seem like it's one of the shorter ones and this is just because very unlike some of the other stories that we cover i mean there are storylines here but it's more about the progression of the characters particularly luke cage you know you have the distinction of him when he's first starting off trying to clear his name and he's operating as a fugitive. Then you have him a hero for hire. You have him as, you know, team up the team up, him and Iron Fist. Then you literally have him moving into being of the Avenger and the dad.
1: Yeah, he grows up in front of your right.
0: eyes. you eyes. Li- you literally watch his character grow up. And, I mean, there's just not much to say about that. I mean, it's great reading, don't get me wrong. We'll put the articles in there. You read these things. Um, I think that it's hard because... Unlike some of the other character, where they're, they're growing when their storyline is... I don't want to say that Luke's stuff isn't a huge part of what the what was going on in these storylines. It is. But you get issues, like you said, when you read that issue. Um, was it 47 or 46? Which issue was see. that? The, the one. With,
1: well, the other one I just brought up? Yeah. Let me see. I think it's 47. 47. Sure, though.
0: Yeah, like issue like that where 47 yeah yeah, it it doesn't have it's not a huge part of that storyline if per se like the the of the grand scheme of the because it's really just about you know a dad telling a story to his young daughter about when he fell in love with his when he learned to trust his his wife their her mother and also about you go into the present that daughter is now ripped away from them like that's it. That's that's that story. But when you look at what, what, what secret invasion was, was about, it's like such a small piece. Oh, it's just a it's just an infant kid. We're talking about scrolls invading <laughs> the world. Why are we talking about this one little kid? It's like, and, well, but like, and it's the- so
1: funny because the way it's framed is is it starts with Luke changing the kid. And I'm just gonna mm-hmm. read the- I, I'm sorry. I love this issue. I think it's great, Jessica. You're scared of her. I ain't scared. You fought Doctor Doom. I ain't scared. What's he doing now? It has female private parts. I'm so going to call it a from now on. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to give her any more complex than the one she's going to get when she sees us in her old co- hero costumes. Talk to her. Balance her. Tell her a story. She needs to hear your voice. She needs to know who you are. She needs to feel safe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, baby. By the way, they don't name the baby for a very long time, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Uh, I'm going to tell you about the time me and your mommy first met. Already told her. How about the first time you fought her? Already told her. How about the time we... That? You would never tell her. Okay. <laughs> How about the time I tell you about the day I fell in love with your mother? I, you fell in love with me the first day we met. No, you fell in love with me the first day we met. I reserve judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's him telling the story. Uh, and it cool. opens with him cra- picking up a limousine that Donald Trump's inside of mm-hmm. and holding it so an ambulance can pass. And Luke Kane's yelling, where you are going is not more important than where they are going. <laughs> Donald Trump, he puts the car down. Donald Trump says, I will sue the – he says, get your ass back in the car. He closes <laughs> the door. <laughs> relevant relevant (laughs) relevant super relevant from 2009 man relevant super relevant (laughs) (laughs) if they do that location it's over i quit (laughs)
0: um yeah um and then like we have missy knight again the villains for higher story is really good to me because um uh, uh, they, um, they really show you how she has a long game in what she's doing to get back at the purple man for something he did to her. Um, and, uh, it is a, uh, pretty, I, I just liked it because it shows you, you know, that again, she is, she was a detective and, um, missing Knight can run a game just as good as anybody else so i mean like i said these are two really really good characters you can find some really good stories with them in there um there's way more again there's a lot of stuff you can find with missy knight in there like i think she was also in the defender series they had which again hey listen marvel's doing defenders maybe you want to pick that up and read that i don't know so maybe 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 you want to look into that It might have some people that you might recognize and know so um but yeah man i think it's great um We'll probably get more into this and um, we'll probably get more into this and uh, when we do uh, and more into both of these characters when we do, it, it, you can almost consider this a part one because when we go back and we do Iron Fist and Colleen, both of these characters aren't going to have to come up again. Right. Because it's, it's impossible to talk about those other two. It's, a, it's really impossible to do that. So that's, If it feels like this one is shorter than normal, it's because we're literally splitting the baby here and cutting, cutting down the middle. Because I want I really want to wait for the, the Iron to go more into Iron Fist and do the Iron Fist stuff when we get um, closer to that Netflix show coming out. But you can read these stories here and get a lot of that. And you'll see how, why Marvel, like, having done, and again, I haven't seen Luke Cage yet, but I haven't seen two seasons of Daredevil, having seen Jessica Jones, and then knowing that this is our third uh, character corner on characters that are going to be in or have been in Netflix series... I can totally now see why Marvel picked these four characters to do their Netflix series.
1: It makes total sense right now. This is how you launch the universe.
0: It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, you know one thing I would love to see too? Uh I would I would love to see um uh uh Missy Knight interacting with the Punisher. Here is one ep- there's one issue, uh I think it was in it was in Daughters of the the Daughters of um, of the Dragon, they show up to, um... <laughs> they, they're trying to put their, fa- their plan together to get back at uh, Rosadonna, R- R- and, um... <laughs> they show up, she's like, why are we... She, like, Cullen goes, why are we here? Why are we talking to this guy? And you you realize it's, it's where the Punisher is, and he literally has a bunch of dead bodies around. He's working around, let me see if I can find uh, the thing, because at one point they walk in, and, um, yeah... So they walk. He walks in and he has his little, uh, all his weapons up. He's like, "Fine, take whatever you need. Return them clean." Is it getting hot in here, or is it just me? That's what that's what uh, <laughs> that's what Missy says. Uh, Colleen looks at the wall and sees he has a bunch of chainsaws on the wall. You do much logging in Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. It is so great. Um... Also, there is. um. Let's see. Here is the issue where. Because, um, again, they had heroes for hire. Iron Man's talking to Colleen and Misty about where they stand on on uh, trying to bring Captain America in and things like that. Trying to understand where I'm coming from. I'm a black. I'm a black woman living in America. You are all white bread, affluent males. Maybe not so affluent in your case, Spidey. Go ahead and tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it's, it's her defining personal trait, <laughs> personality trait. Not to get all my people, uh, not to get all my people, but slavery didn't end until uh, 1865. Susan B. Anthony registered and voted in the 1872 election and was arrested for knowingly and wrongfully and all un- knowingly and wrong- knowingly wrongfully and unlawfully voting for rep- for a representative government uh, to the Congress of the United States. It's two thousand and six this isn't a black and white thing or a women's right issue. You're absolutely correct, but it does illustrate a point. Make clear division in civil rights of one group over another is a dangerous and familiar idea that nearly always ends in violent conflict. Mind you, this sounds almost exactly the similar conversation that Luke Cage had when talking to Tony right well, I need you i need I, I need to know you're doing all you can to keep that from happening. Misty, you were a cop. you understand the need for civil order and laws. Absolutely, do. It's about damn time that mass took responsibility for their actions. You want to train all the new kids on the block to be proper superheroes? We got no problems there. People are resistant to change. We promise to do everything possible to make this a peaceful transition. That's all we. That's all we need to hear. We'll happily go Wyatt erp on the criminal underground and drag every low life with a mask and Buccaneer boots. But I want start level resources and the authority to cherry pick my team with no questions. As even if I want felons and mercenaries, you got it. One more thing, and this is important. So pay attention, you know me and I know what kind of woman I am. If I say we're with you, then that's that one hundred percent. But I I better damn well feel when your word uh I better damn well have your word that when things go bad, and believe me, they will go bad, you'll still be men I trust and respect. So again, they never forget that they are black as fuck.
1: Yeah, and apparently, apparently that's what they're apparently that's what they're nailing in this series, which I am a hundred percent here for. Mhm.
0: Yeah. So, again, another reason why you gotta love these two characters. Um, you know, they and again the reason why you love Marvel doing it, they never they never shy away from this. You know, it, it's, it's telling that with both Luke and Misty when dealing with civil rights and dealing with Tony Stark, they bring up the fact, yeah, you're a rich white dude. <laughs> of course you don't think it's a black and white issue. Of course you don't see what you're saying is dangerous and how you're talking to me as a black person in America, about the stuff going on here. Yeah. I see this is will go bad because it always goes bad Cause we we've seen how this goes. We've lived through this stuff. You don't see it, but we do, you know? And I love the fact that they, they may both of those characters make those points in a civil war. Cause it's important and, and it's true. So,
1: So that's it, man. That's that's all it is. I'm excited. This is going to be a great Friday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm, I'm definitely calling in black. So, Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, all right. So
0: that's it for the character corner for Misty Knight and Luke cage. Again, we'll will be up on Tuesday. You'll put all of our, we'll put all of our readings and things like that in there. Um, it's now time for us to go ahead and talk about and again, we've announced this before. Uh am going say what the next the next character corner is. Oh, why are you saying this like you are not excited about these two?
1: You know oh, yeah. you are. For y'all trolling Chris on the internet right now, I need a gift that says it's a trap. You know. Or like a meme. <laughs> I need something that I can put on my header. You know you are very telling excited Telling everyone about Chris is this. a trap.
0: All right. Uh, the one in October because Legend of Tomorrow is coming out and they're bringing these characters on there. We're going to do the GLA. I mean JSA
1: oh yep yep we're doing the justice side jsa so that's not the one i'm worried about that's gonna yeah it's gonna be interesting because i'm worried about i'm worried about the uh presumptive eight party you send me a board
0: the eight parties yeah this is gonna be a lot Well, i mean is it better any better than the one that's gonna be after
1: this that's what i'm talking about the one that's that's what i'm really worried about yeah oh they're talking about
0: yeah the jsa is not that bad we covered some of this anyway when we did the um a uh, 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 Black Adam podcast. We'll right. go back and revisit and, and go go over more detail some of these characters, um, and even I think when we we did a little bit of the JSA when we did a uh, Suicide Squad,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it was Adam Smasher, Smasher and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but the one afterwards is the one that's really gonna be great. And like you said, it
1: could be could be a multi part. It's not be a one part podcast. This there, could spoilers. be. This could be. A it maybe it will. You know what? There's a way to do it. We may be able to get there. We'll see. The next one will be a multi-police reporter. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Listen. Uh, okay. Remember when we said we could do Dr. Doom in, in one?
1: We never said that. Not we one. said maybe two.
0: Maybe two. We did three. Turn into three. It turned into three. Uh, I'm really excited about this one, though. The Teen Titans. And I blame you for this one because nobody – you're the one that suggested Superboy. And I don't know how you thought you were gonna do Superboy and not get me like this is this is where you you were the trap layer in this one. You did Superboy and I realized halfway through this is just your end-around way of trying to tease me and, and trick me into doing a Teen Titans one. So I'm just giving you what you wanted.
1: No, see I was trying to get you to do a Teen Titans combo book club for the McCone and Johns run. I was I didn't I had no intention of you doing this for. Me.
0: We 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 could do that too. I mean, I'm not saying too. two
1: two. <laughs> we're about to do it. It's a character core. Are you talking about?
0: Yeah, we're gonna do Teen Titans, all the Teen Titans, and so that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. That's good. You, you D. Pump, saying he's he's he he's excited about this one.
1: I am. It's gonna be fun. It's just gonna be a lot.
0: <laughs> right. It will be a lot.
1: Well, it's not like we're not going to be reviewing four television shows at the same time.
0: Oh, no, no. I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Teen Titans. Yes. From, uh, we're not talking U52. I'm sorry. I refuse. I tried. I won't do it. I'll skip over to Rebirth because I think a couple – a Rebirth issue or two should be out by the time we get oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah No, we'll skip over to 52 I'm skipping entirely. Well, even, even, if,
0: even, time. even if we do Rebirth, I mean, we still got Titans.
1: Yeah, there you go, Titans. I, can, so, I, mean, titans. So I will we'll, not do New 52 Teen Titans. I won't do it. You I can't mean, make me. We just said pretend like it didn't exist. Exactly.
0: Uh, the way I see it, like, DC's already kind of pretending like New 52 didn't exist. So, Well, they are and they aren't. All right, we'll talk about that later. Right, right. It's kind there of was like, a hint
1: in this week's um, Trinity that I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. There have been hints hmm. where some history is maybe malleable and uh, things are going to get really... I think it's going to be... The meta story they're telling is really interesting. I never thought I'd say that in recent years about DC. Well done, sirs.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there you guys have it. Character Corner. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the next Character Corner we do, which will be sometime in October. We'll try to do it right before the, um... Or right after the Legend of Tomorrow debuts um, for that. And... um, You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or anywhere you get a favorite podcast. Search for Character Corner, or you get the main feed at MTRNetwork.net, or search for MTR Network. Everything on it. Again, guys, thank you guys very much for listening and uh, enjoy Luke Cage on Friday. Till next time, we are out of here. Peace.